0: Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, do I hope that you're ready because I got a word for you today. We're going to talk about the unlikely hero. We're going to talk about the person that you least suspect to be the person that would do something. Because guess what? This person has already been categorized as the least or insignificant person or the person that's considered to be the outcast. So this is a message for the outcast. The unlikely hero. The unlikely hero always shows up in the moment of victory in battle. The unlikely hero we're gonna talk about. This parable that Jesus talks about in Luke chapter 10 where he talks about the Samaritan. He's going to talk about what he does above all the other people that should have done something because he should have done something because he had been labeled, he had been prejudged, not because he'd done anything, but because of who he was. A Samaritan was someone who was was despised you know, he was considered to be an insignificant person. They didn't care about the the Samaritans. You know, Jews viewed view Samaritans as a half breed, both physically. They didn't see him them as themselves. They considered him to be lost. They didn't consider him to be children of God this is why when you look in John chapter 4 and Jesus meets the woman at the well because she's a Samaritan too and, and when she claims a right because she knows that her people come from the line that Jesus came from so what happens is there's this guy he comes along He's an expert. And what an expert in that day was, he was a scholar. See, he didn't realize, yes, he was a scholar on earth, but he didn't realize he was talking to the creator of everything. He was talking to God himself. But he thought that he was so smart that he was going to trip God up. See, when you don't know who you're talking to, You'll think that you're talking to anybody. But Jesus is so crafty and so smart. He's going to take this simple question and he's going to shake this man's whole reason. Because Jesus is going to deal with this great thing that we all must do to one another. And when he talks about this Samaritan, This Samaritan is going to do what Jesus says that we should do for each other. What we should do for each other. See, sometimes we can get caught up in thinking that we know it all. I know more than this person. I know more than that person. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm better than this person. But guess what? The unlikely hero shows up in the parable that Jesus is talking about. This unlikely hero would be the last person you should think would care about somebody other than himself. But he's not that way. He cares and he loves without even knowing the individual. He does it because it's it's, in his heart to do it. He doesn't do it because he's going to get something back. He's not looking for anything back. He's going to do it strictly from his heart. I want you to know, I'll be reading from the NIV today. And we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 10. But you know how we do it. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. You're not alone. So if you're feeling that you're down and out, today is a day for victory in your life. I proclaim it in the name of Jesus over your life today. Boy, I'm so happy to talk to you today about this. You know, I want to let you know that you're not alone. That whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. Whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're concerned with, it's on his heart and mind. And you know, in 2020, when the podcast started, it just started out just with one place. Then it starts to grow and multiply. Because God's word is a living word. And it's going to do what it needs to do. All we have to do is trust in the word. And so, like I said, I love to acknowledge the places where the podcast is being heard. And I said, every time that someone joins the You Are Not Alone family, we're going to acknowledge them. I would like to acknowledge the listener in Oklahoma who started listening to the podcast. i also like to thank the people in South Carolina, the people in Illinois, New York, Alabama, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and California. Thank you for listening. I'd like to thank the people in Spain, Russia, Iran, United Kingdom, Canada, and Belgium. Thank you for being a part of you and not-alone family. Remember March the 19th? It's a universal day of prayer for this podcast show that you're not alone. Whatever's on your heart, man's on God's side. man. Like I said, we're going to look at what God thinks and how God sees the impossible happen to become possible. This is the God that you serve, a God who sees life in everyone regardless of where you come from. The Samaritan is a half-breed. He's not regarded as being part of the true family. The Jewish people despise him. Talk about him. Think the worst of him. But guess what? Jesus himself talks about the Samaritan. Remember, when Jesus came, he only came for the lost sheep of Israel. But Jesus has the ability to see everyone being creations of God. You know, one of the things I, I want to share with you today, and this is this is something that I heard, and this is something that some theologians believe. When God parted the Red Sea and the children of Israel went across on dry land. They said the whole heaven was shouting and cheering because they saw victory happen for the children of Israel. Now on the back side of this, the Egyptians, they come and get into the water. But guess what happened to them? They drown, but in the midst of all the heavenly hosts cheering for the children of Israel, God said, "Be quiet! Don't you see? My children are passing. God hopes that no men perish. See, we saw in this victory of the children of Israel going across the Red Sea." on dry land and we see that enemies get wiped out but we don't know the love of God that when he sees it happening he doesn't want it to happen that way and he loves even when people fail. this is the God that you serve I hope that y'all are excited because I'm so excited to talk about this hero, this unlikely hero, this person who comes along and he walks in what God wants every man and woman to walk in, which is love for one another. See, that's the whole secret that I was holding back. This is about love. This is why Jesus... It's going to mystify the scholar of his day, expert. He just, you know, he just knew he was going to see what kind of teachings Christ had. And he used something simple. But when God tells him what he needs to do, it blows his mind. Blows everybody mind. Because it's not something hard that God wants us to do. It's the little bitty things that he wants us to do. That's to walk in love towards one another. I want you to know this so you can know how to gain victory. But you know, before we get into the word, you know, what we like to do, we like to pray. So let's pray. Oh, precious father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I just thank you for the day. I thank you for your word father i glorify and magnify you on this earth today father i pray father for the downcast. i pray father for the underdog i pray for the unlikely hero who steps in and does something when people think that they shouldn't be the ones who do it because they have already been exercised by the world father i pray for the persecuted church father That you would bless your people, Father. That you would do it, Father. That you would turn it around. That you would give your people an unexpected hope in you. Father, I love you. And I want to proclaim your name to the world. God, I thank you today for being my God. Being there for me in the midst of my pains. God, I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Boy, I hope that y'all ready. Because you can see I feel it in my spirit about this. See, this is what happens. We're going to be at Luke chapter 10. We're going to look at verse 25. We're going to talk about this parable. We're going to see how Jesus deals with the question and what he does to let every mankind know what they need to do for their fellow Men can. It's called L-O-V-E, love. Love is an action. Did you mean love is an action? I'm excited. Let's look at verse 25. I, I want to show you what this, this, this it starts out like this. On one occasion, an expert of the law stood up to test Jesus. How are you going to test God? Teacher, he asks, what must I do to inherit eternal life? I get you, Jesus. I get you. Because it has to be something hard to do. It might even cost me to do it. It might cost me to do this. But it doesn't cost you to do it. It's just something simple. It's just called giving out of your heart. Thinking about somebody other than yourself. Now, he's an expert, right? The expert in the law, a scholar, well-versed in scriptures, asked a common question, either to take issue with Jesus or simply to see what kind of teacher he was. See, he wanted to challenge him. I'm going to see what he's really about. Man, I know this word. I want you to know this. It ain't about the word that you know. It's about the heart that you have with the word. Do you take the word and use it, or are you abusing it? That's what it's about. It ain't about quoting scriptures and uh, knowing about this and that. No, it's, it's how your heart is. Because Jesus is going to attack his heart, the very core. Because guess what? He's so much caught up in all his accolades about what he knows. So he's ready to test the professor. Jesus is the ultimate professor in this situation. Not this guy. He doesn't understand that he's standing standing before the glory. This is God, the creator of the heavens and universe. He has no idea who he's speaking to. Check this out. We're going to go back. Verse 25. On one occasion, an expert of the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Then check this out. Jesus, Jesus, very calm, very subtle. And he says this. What is written? In the law, because he knows he's an expert. And he replies, how do you read it? See, he ain't reading it from his heart. He's reading because he has all this knowledge. He just studied. He didn't heard this. He got all these philosophy. He got all these views. He got all this, uh, this is what my uh, professor said. This, this is what this professor said. So he has all these All this stuff inside of him. So he feels that he's equipped to challenge God. He said, He answered in verse 27. He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And this is what Jesus says You have answered. Correctly, Jesus replied, Love. Love your neighbor. Elsewhere, Jesus used these words in replying to another question, putting the same two scriptures together that are found in Deuteronomy chapter six, verse five and Leviticus nineteen, eighteen. Whether A fourfold love, heart, soul, and strength, and mind is here. So he feels, because he knows the law, he's just calling, And Jesus said, hey, you you said right. But now Jesus is going to take what he says and he's going to do something different. Remember this. You're not alone. Whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And if you have any prayer questions, please send them in. The email is, this is all together. You are not alone, pod, P O D, Danny Hampton, at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. I would love to pray and stand in agreement with you. And in, in, in reply, this is what Jesus said. Let me tell you something. Jesus always, he's not going to never be defeated. You can't defeat God. I don't care how much you think you know. You hear all kinds of people. In today's society They'll tell you that this Jesus ain't real But I'm here As a living witness That he is all that he is And all that is written about him It's true See I can say that I'm saying it while I'm alive Because guess what My knee is already bowed It says every knee should bow I bow and I will bow again Because guess what He's everything that the Word of God said he is. He's all that and even more. let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back to verse twenty-five. You have answered correctly. Jesus replied, "Do this and you will live." He said, "You do this, man. You got it. You, you going You got it. You gonna make it. You gonna make it. You gonna make it. You got it." But he wanted to justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? See, now he, oh, he, 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 I got him now. I got him now because guess what? See, in his heart, guess what? This unlikely hero that I'm getting ready to talk about, he don't consider him to be significant. He's insignificant. So he's not going to see him as his neighbor because, like I said earlier, the Jews despise the Samaritan. They will have priests. They consider them not to be a part of the family. So, most definitely, this person that Jesus is about to talk about, Jesus is going to take everything that this person has learned his entire life about the scriptures and he's about to hit him right in his heart. He's about to hit him right in his heart because he doesn't understand about the wonderful working powers of Jesus, the wonderful working powers of the Holy Spirit, the wonderful working powers of God. God should love the world that he gave his only begotten son. Did you hear that? If you got that, then you... See now, Jesus is about to mystify him because guess what? He's a scholar. He knows what he's talking about. He's getting. He's challenging God. I know this, I studied, I went here, I went there, I read this. This is what he's saying, this is but Jesus, guess what? He gave Jesus the right answer. He, he gave Jesus, in verse 27, he said, he answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus said, no, this, 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 you have answered correctly. Jesus replied, Do this and you will live. But if you catch it, Jesus no, he wasn't doing it. He said, If you do this, you'll live. See, this is the, this is the bonus in this. In other words, Jesus is throwing all this stuff back at he He's he, he trying to come in, Jesus, you know, I'm going to see what you really, but I'm going to see really what you know. I'm going to see that you really. Do you really know what you're talking about? Jesus, you got to understand his power in that name. It's power in the name of Jesus. Beyond your wildest imagination, there's nothing that can be done that he can't do. In verse 30, 30, in reply, Jesus said, A man was going down to Jerusalem, to Jericho, when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Jesus, now Jesus is about to say, hey, I'm about to show you something. You come to me like this, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna I'm gonna penetrate your heart because today when you go back home, all of them books you done read, all of them degrees you got, ain't gonna be nothing compared to what I'm getting ready to tell you. Because guess what? You did answer right. But he said, if you do this, you would live. In other words, he wasn't doing it. Because he had this hatred towards Samaritans. Let's read that again. In reply, Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho when he fell into the hands of robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. Now check this out. I'm going to show you. Now, guess what? We're going to see the late. We're going to see the righteous. We're going to see all these people come. And the unlikely hero, the one that people don't like because he was born into a circumstance that he had no control over. He was despised. We live with it in America. It's called racism. We live with it. Where someone is judged, not because what is in the measure of their heart, but was in the measure of their skin. This is what's going on. Racism at its best in Jesus' day. It's real as it is real today. And I'm going to speak about it because I want you to understand how you defeat it. You defeat it with the power of blood. Unlikely hero. Unlikely hero. In reply, Jesus said, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho. And when he had fell into the hands of robbers, they stripped him of his clothes, beat him, and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road. And when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side Check this out, preach. You know, uh, uh, I'm going to pray for the I'm going to pray for the brother. But I I, I ain't going to say nothing to him. I ain't going to get involved in this. Let me ignore it. So he ignores the man. The man is half dead. You would think that this godly man would stop and help him. At least pray for him. He didn't even pray for him. Get on the other side of the road. Walked away from him. Left him there. Have that. I gotta see it. You gotta see it so you can see it. That these people who supposed to be the carers and lovers of people, what walking in love? That this day. And so let's look at verse 32. It says, So to a Levite. When he came to the place and saw him, he passed by on the other side. I can't get involved. I won't get involved. I know that man just hit that woman. I know that man just did this and that. But I'm going to turn away and walk away. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to let this person be beat down, left alone, suffering in pain, I'm not going to do nothing, but I had a love of God inside of me. Jesus used the illustration of this priest and his Levite to penetrate the scholar of the law's heart. He wanted them to see that these people were considered to be people who understood the love of God, but had no compassion on the man that was half dead. Check it out, check it out, check it out. So to the Levite. When he came to the place and saw him, he passed by on the other side. But this is the B-U-T. Three letters. But so gigantic. When you hear, but you gotta stop. Okay. You know, you know, you might be talking to your friend, you'd be like, and you and then you would say, but did they turn around and say, oh, what, 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 what's getting ready? To go? What, what, my brother getting ready? To tell me, he's getting ready to tell me something. So he comes back in verse thirty-two. He said, but a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was, and when he saw him, he took pity on him. What? Let's stop right there. Let's 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 hit the bricks. Samaritan was despised by the Jews. This scholar wouldn't have, he he's talking about he wouldn't, he wouldn't, this is not his neighbor. And Jesus is trying to let him know that anyone that comes in contact with you is your neighbor. And so when Jesus told him, if you do this, that you would live. Jesus was speaking to his prejudice. And his racism inside his heart that he letting him know you got a judgment against somebody who you don't even know. Don't know what kind of heart he or she has. Don't care what kind of heart he or she has. Doesn't care. But this unlikely hero that I'm talking about, the Samaritan, unlikely. He's unlikely because he wasn't part of the neighborhood. He didn't live on the block, couldn't live on the block. This will... Okay, so, and, 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 and let's go back. But a Samaritan, as he traveled, came where the man was. And when he saw him, he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged him. His wounds, poured oil and wine. Then he put the man on his donkey, picked him up, picked him up at his lowest point. Don't know. Ain't asking him his name. Just see him hurt. Compelled by love, L-O-V, for his fellow man. He ain't saying, Well, I'm a Samaritan. That's a Jewish man over there. I ain't going to do that. He's not saying that. He just sees someone who is hurting, who needs help. Remember, whatever's on your heart and man is on God's heart and man. You're not alone. I don't care how you feel today. You're not alone. Have you ever had someone help you? And you didn't even know them, they just disappeared. Praise God for running to angels without even knowing you ran into them. Because this is what this man ran into. Not only does he take, put all in put him on the donkey, that meant that guess what? I'm going to walk. I'm going to let you ride. You're talking about, don't even know this man. Don't even know him. Don't know his name. Don't know nothing about him, but he has love for him. Unlikely hero. Unlikely hero. Check it out, check it out, check it out. Let's check it out. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, took him to an inn, and took care of him. Cheeky. Oh, he's going, he, he he going all out. He's going all out. This Samaritan. This unlikely hero. The person who couldn't be a part of the neighborhood. He has enough love to put the man on the now. He he goes to take care of them. Puts him in a room. Because they beat him down. He took everything from him. And check this out. His love continues to go. His passion continues to run. He's he's still full of passion and mercy and grace and all his good things that's wrapped up inside of him. Check this out. In in verse 35. Then the next day, he took out two silver coins. (laughs) Look at this. Let's go back. Let's let's look at this. I want to say it again. The next day, he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Two silver coins is two days' wages, which would keep a man up to two months in and in. He paid for the guy's rent for two months. Don't even know. Back to the money. Took him there where he can be nourished. This is the house of God. I want you to understand it. I want you to see the house of God. This is what the house of God is. So in our day, this is is our house of God. Where we're supposed to go and be bandaged and be healed and be loved, though. So he takes him to this end. Takes out two silver coins, which would be two months. This guy, man, he he said, I'm going to take care of him. I'm not going to even question it. He goes beyond. He didn't. He goes beyond. And guess what? He's gonna go further. He's gonna, he's gonna even do more. And Jesus is just penetrating this expert, uh, the scholar, because guess what? If you hear Jesus saying this stuff, what would you do? Wouldn't your heart begin to crumble? Wouldn't you begin to feel foolish? You thought that you had Jesus with your pious self, with your self-righteous self. You thought that you was gonna despise God. Come on! Can't do it. Can't do it. And Jesus is doing this with a parable. Do you know that scholar probably went home and cried? Because Jesus convicted him of his racist viewpoint, his racist heart. <laughs> and, 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 and let's go back to verse 35 because I want you to see it. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expenses you may have. He said, hey, I don't care what it costs. Don't you dare charge him. When I come back, I will reimburse you for whatever he has. Understand this. This is what I want you to see about this Samaritan. See, he had to have a a reputation because, first of all, the innkeeper takes him. Then he tells the innkeeper what he's going to do because he he can't stick around because it ain't about him. love, Love ain't about you. Love is always about the kingdom of God. And check this out, check this out, check this out. He says this, I will reimburse you for any extra expenses you may have. Then this is this is the kicker now. Jesus about to he about to, he about to just you talking about putting the icing on the cake. He says this: Which of these three do you think was a neighbor? See, I told you. See, the Samaritan couldn't be in the Jewish neighborhood because he had been outcast. He he's ostracized. He's, he's, he's judged because his skin color. you okay, check it out. Which of these three? do you think was a neighbor to the men who fell into the hands of robbers? Check this out now. Jesus come back now. Remember the guy, the expert in the law? He come, Jesus with this stuff. He come, boom, 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 boom. And then the expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. You see? the unlikely hero. And check this out. We're going we're gonna to close with this. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Could you imagine him walking away? Walking away, dumbfounded. Walking away, saying, my God. He understood that day what it means to love thy neighbor as thyself. I just want you to know, when you walk in love, you fulfill the law. Samaritan did more, more, more than he should have done. But he done it not because he wanted no recognition. He didn't say, tell this guy, he owed me for what I spent. He said, I'm going to take care of this problem. So you just take care of him for the longest he needs. I will come back and I will pay whatever he owes. Don't charge him. Just love him. Love your neighbor today. Remember this, whatever's on your heart and mind is on God's heart and mind. And I love you. And I'm just going to close out in prayer because we need to love our neighbors ourselves. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I thank you for the parable of the Samaritan God. I thank you, Father, that you show that you can use anybody to be a hero. It doesn't matter the person's skin color. It doesn't matter. You can use anyone, God. I glorify you and magnify you today. I thank you for being a good God. Bless your people. Love on them, God. Let them see your righteousness. Let them see your right hand. Let them see your majesty. And let them walk in love. Not judging them because of their skin color. Because they don't look like you. Let them see beyond themselves. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to tell you once again, as we get ready to close, that you are not alone. You are part of this family. I'm praying for you. I'm believing for you. Remember March 19th? It's going to be a universal. There, prayer for the people listening to this podcast and I'm going to be praying asking God to bless you and to restore things back into you. I want to tell you that I love you. And I can't wait to talk to you again. So I'm saying bye. I'm checking out. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to you again. Love you in the name of Jesus.